Welcome to the Shooting Jays podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Snee, alongside my co-host, Jim Dickey, where we talk Boston Celtics basketball. How are you doing today, Jim? Oh, I'm doing fine. All right. Well, thank you for joining us. This is the premiere episode of our podcast, so let's jump right into it. Okay. Ready when you are. All right. Um, so the Celtics went into the draft with four picks. There was some trading involved, but we ended up with four draft picks. Let's start with the number 14 pick, which Danny Ainge surprised all of us. Uh, How are you yes, fe- at least. <laughs> <laughs> what are your feelings on Romeo Langford? Uh, I, I honestly didn't know his game. I had to do a little research here. Uh, and what I found out, he's from Indiana, like everyone else probably got on Google and did their uh, their homework here. Uh, another small forward, it looks like. And uh, I wanted the guy who went, you know, the the pick before him, uh, hero. But uh, I mean, we got Langford. Uh, evidently, yeah. he had some problems with his hands in college, uh, his thumb. Yeah, he had some ligament issues with his thumb the whole season. But, I mean, he stayed on the court despite that. Uh, he looked like he's a volume scorer, uh, a one-and-done kid. So, I mean, his high, uh, his high school career, I guess, was uh, noted uh, in Indiana. And it is notable that he's from Indiana. Evidently, Brad's probably watched this kid, you know, grow up since diapers. Uh, he kind of had a following within the state. Yeah, coming out of high school, they kind of compared him to Bradley Beal. Uh, I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think his ligament injury, you know, affected his shooting. He only shot 27% from behind the arc. But with ligament injury, uh, I expect those numbers to go up this year if he's healthy. Yeah, they said they said he was real consistent at the line. So he knows how to shoot, you know, but. Shooting from three with a bad thumb, I could see that being a an issue for him. It, that wasn't a, that wasn't the case in high school. So uh, yeah, but when you look at him play, he's he plays very smooth and he's fluid. It looks like it comes easy to him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, his his high school coaches talked him up, so you know as you would expect. But uh, he's got a good reputation. Uh, I look forward to seeing him in the summer. Yeah, all the draft picks are supposed to play in the summer, so that summer league should be fun. Yeah, I thought thought Danny's next move was uh, a little more interesting there. He found another way to to take it to the Sixers, I guess. Yeah, well, that's where I was going to go. And honestly, I think he's going to be the steal of the draft. Uh, Grant Williams is... He's a very high IQ player, almost like he's a smaller Al Horford in some senses. I, I totally agree. I, I mean, there was comparisons to Draymond, but let's let's not get carried away. He's just a kid. Yeah, <laughs> I saw a good comparison that I actually thought fit him well, and that was with PJ Tucker. Oh yeah, yeah. I saw that same like, comparison, and it makes sense. The the games are similar. Tough yeah, guy. and he's also. Uh, He's Grant Williams is a hard-nosed defender, you know. Yeah, uh, Danny always looks for a guy who can play both ways, and uh, 
they earn their time versus how you know how they do on the defensive end. And he plays like a big guy. I mean, he rebounds. He he plays down in the post, block shots. Uh, I'm really looking forward to it. And that's actually a guy I had uh, kind of kept track of uh, his college game because he, he was more than a one and done, which I also like. I like that they have a a couple of years to look at him. Uh, I guess he's a he was a junior. I mean, 20 years old, but still a junior. Yeah, and I can see him coming in this year and playing some minutes um, right away. I think he has the perfect game for the NBA. Yeah, uh, of of the four guys, I, I'd say he's the one I'm most uh, intrigued about. And we'll get a look at him in this summer. Yeah, he has to pro- improve his shooting a little bit. but um, And the thing with all of our draft picks, actually, they all get to the line which is something the Celtics need. Oh, yeah. I think we were the last in the league when it came to getting to the line. So uh, maybe we can do a little better on that this year. Yeah, uh, he also, um, I like how he is um, in the post. He's very good at switching in the post. Um, He's comfortable operating from the elbows as well. I think he just has an all-around good game. Yeah, high IQ. Uh, and once again, all the coaches talked well of him. And, uh, well, a hard 81.8. Yeah, 81.8% from the free throw line. And in college, that's really good. Oh, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> no. All right, let's go yeah, to I, their... I think the gravy on that that was the way Danny was able to, to get another pick out of it. Right. I'm sure you followed that story. Yeah. He, we, I mean, Danny was very active in trading during the NBA draft. He picked up a future first rounder and then he got the pick, the next pick that we're going to talk about in Carson Edwards. Mm-hmm. Um, this kid, I didn't know too much about him, but he went, off in the NCAA tournament, um, which made me caught my eye, caught everybody's eye. Um, he definitely can get buckets. Oh yeah, he, he can fill it up. It looks like uh, a six-one point guard. I know everyone's happy to hear that we actually grabbed a point guard. I mean, a little undersized, but uh, I think he plays bigger than that. He's a tough guy, but he is streaky. Right. And he's an he average couple- defender, so he'd have to work on his defense a lot. Yeah. But he, has, but he is he one of the best shooters in the draft. Yeah, yeah. I, I think he had, what, eight three-pointers in one game? And that was on the big stage, yeah. so uh, that was during the tournament. Yeah, he almost took out Virginia, who eventually won the championship. He almost took him out single-handedly. Yeah, the fact that he stepped up. When it meant the most, uh, that's something. A little, a scrappy point guard. We've never had those in Boston. Right, and I think at 33, that's a steal too, possibly for Danny. Oh yeah, a lot, a lot of upside on the kid. You know, he might not be ready to jump right in, but it's a good guy to have on the bench to bring energy and, uh, you know, provide a little depth. Yeah, I could see him playing a similar role to Shane Larkin 
Uh, exactly. Exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> but yeah, um, and who knows? I mean, his his upside is great, you know. So at 33, you you're really taking risks on anybody. But um, yeah, they also got this draft pick from the Sixers, but they kind of screwed the Sixers too because they were picking next and were going to draft Carson Edwards. Right. So Danny's still sticking it to the Sixers. That's what we do. <laughs> but yeah, I mean he he's got the you know scoring in, instincts. He's got confidence, and he can play on the big stage, like you said. Yep. I'm looking really forward to seeing him in the summer league. See, if, you know, going against M- some other NBA talent. Yeah, uh, Danny doesn't always, you know. We sit and scratch our heads sometimes with the picks he makes, but he always manages to grab a little something for down the road. I mean, picking up that additional pick from the Suns, the first rounder next year. I mean, next year we're going to be going, where the heck did that come from? You know, and we'll yeah. go, nah, Danny, Danny did it again. It's Milwaukee's but, pick, though, so it won't be that great. We'll probably be sitting where we are right this year's draft next year. Yeah, yeah. But uh, just to have a, an extra shot at somebody, I'm sure uh, people will wonder how we came up with that. And uh, Danny what does what Danny day. does, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know I wrote I wrote an article, you know, trying to project, you know, who they would pick. I actually got two out of four that I put down, so that's actually not too bad. Well, you did way better than I. I didn't get any of them. <laughs> <laughs> And I Who thought knows? they might. I thought they might take a chance on Bowl Bowl, you know, just because they have so many picks that uh, had he been around, you know, that they might might shoot that way. But I, I don't know. It, why, I'd why like to risk? see. Yeah, I'd like to see the injury report on him because that's why teams were he was falling. Yeah, there had to be a reason, right? Yeah, and I mean, what did he go? Forty-four. Yeah, uh, something like that. It was in the forties. So we passed on him all three picks we had yeah but we got taco fall for the summer league so i'm interested to see what he can do uh i'm afraid (laughs) hey he can get a rebound we need rebounders right uh if if he can get down to the end of the court i guess he can get a rebound yeah (laughs) at that height he better be able to get a rebound uh i'm not expecting too much out of that but you know, take a look. Why not? Summer league. Yeah, exactly. Especially when that's a huge need for us. You know, what's it's a it's a con, summer league contract. You know, right. All right. And, what about uh, the last pick, uh, Tremont Waters from LSU? He's a five eleven point guard. Yeah, made the other he made uh, Edwards look look like a big guy, I guess. <laughs> but uh, actually, he's got a good reputation, too. You know, he's 5'10", 5'11", but he's, you know, got a pretty good reach at 6'2", 6'2", wingspan. And they they said he's got really big hands. I don't know what that means. It's that, uh, Rondo actually had those real big hands, too. Yeah. Yeah, um, what I was impressed with was um, his knocking the three down. You know, he's a good three-point shooter, especially off the dribble. Yeah. Yep, and the, that spread offense that Brad plays, uh, you want people that can knock down the threes. But, uh, 
We'll see. You know, for a second rounder to, you know, you, you wait and see them at summer and they end up in Maine or something. But, uh, yeah, I expect him to be with the Red Claws this year. Yeah, we always managed to, to field a pretty good Red Claws team and a, a good summer league uh, team, but uh, hopefully something can translate over for us. Yeah, so how how do you think they did overall with the picks they had and where they were picking? It, you know, uh, at the time, I was thinking, well, what are you doing? But to, to, to grab the extra pick out of it and, you know, uh, I was really happy with Williams in any draft. If you got one guy that sticks, you're doing good. And Langford, I really don't know if he's going to be around, but he's going to get a look, good look at four, at the 14 pick, and they'll have a chance, you know. And uh, it seems like everyone they grab can put the ball on the floor, and I think that feeds into uh, Brad's thoughts on whoever grabs that rebound takes it, you know. Uh, they, I hear people crying, you know, we need a point guard, we need a point guard, but Brad doesn't necessarily play with a point guard. He he plays whoever grabs the rebound, you know, bring it down. But. Yeah, um, I was mad at the 14th pick when we drafted that. I was confused and pissed and you know all those feelings but um after doing some research you know and finding out he had a ligament issue in his hand um i'm willing to give him the benefit of the doubt and hopefully he comes out shooting you know i didn't think we needed another small forward but i think he can play the two guard as well yeah well and danny never never uh drafts her position you know we've been watching him long enough to know he takes what do you think is the most talent that's out there? Uh, yeah. I, I I don't remember where Langford was projected, but I think he was right around where he's yeah, he was. Yeah, Yeah, he was right late lottery is what he was projected. But the okay. Celtics didn't yeah. think he'd still be around at 14, so. Right. And they the really made out picks. Williams. Yeah, Williams was projected like as high as eight, and they got him at 22, yeah. so. Yeah, yeah, and like the other three picks, Grant Williams, Carson Edwards, and Tremont Waters, I actually loved all three of those picks. You know, Romeo Langford was the only one I was questionable about, but we'll see what he does. I'd like, I'm hoping he's healthy and can play in the summer league. Yeah, I think the the summer league is going to be interesting. A lot of guys fighting fighting for some time to uh, impress the big guys. God knows we have a couple openings we need to address, but uh, we didn't take any bigs outside of, you know, the, the taco thing. But uh, we shall see. I saw a story today that uh, we're looking at some French center. Yeah, I, I just saw that recently. That. Yeah, Poirier or something like that. I guess yeah. they contacted him in April and wanted to sign him in April, but he didn't want a bench position. So, right. you know, maybe where we're wide open now, he may feel differently. Yeah, <laughs> we opened up some uh, some jobs. Got me a little bit well, nervous. But, uh, he's, he's uh, you know, a traditional big. 
with a couple of years experience. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do, you know, in free agency. There's a lot of talk of this person and that person and, you know, they need to address it somehow. Yeah, free agency will be the next uh, big uh, transaction days, I guess. And then we'll go into summer league and see what we got. Yeah, I'm excited. I mean, I know they're young, but I think I like that Danny didn't trade for Davis for he would have been a one year rental build around the Jays and see what happens. Oh, yeah. I, I see all the uh, the posts about, uh, you know, we need this big and we need that big, but all of them, you know, the price of them. You know, do you want to give up your whole bench for a guy that doesn't want to be there that's going to sit for it? You know, I, I don't get it. Okay. Yeah, it's hard being Danny, you know, everybody thinks they know what to do. And, you know, it's, it's hard, especially in today's game where there's dynasties, you know, teams winning three, four in a row. Definitely. Uh, Al, Al threw us a curve, but uh, I did not see that coming. I thought he'd re re-sign for a, a more team friendly, you know, arrangement, but you know, other teams start talking the big money again. It's like you can't blame them. Celtics yeah, he's pay much. He's what thirty-two. You know, if he can make good money, I mean, I hate to see him go, but you know, who I, I heard it rumored it was Dallas, but then somebody came out and said it isn't Dallas. So, yeah, I had heard Dallas too, but they they said there was multiple teams willing to to spend big money on him. And I don't think yeah. that we wanted to go anything more than three years. And he wanted four and, you know, comparable money to what we're promising him. <laughs> but Yeah, they, they, they said that the Celtics gave him a healthy offer, so. Yeah, I don't know what that means either, but <laughs> no, no matter what they gave him, somebody would, you know, complain that it was either too much or not enough. Or uh, Yeah, it'll be interesting that. to see where he goes. Yeah, I have a gut feeling it's the Clippers. Uh, you know, I heard something about the Clippers too, but uh, we'll see. There's so many rumors this time of year that I, I can't even keep up with them all. Oh, so, yeah, exactly. Enjoy. <laughs> all right, well, is there anything else you wanted to touch base on? Uh, no, I'm just looking forward to the free agency to, to see how we're going to fill uh, – the role of the bigs here. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll do our next podcast right after free agency opens. That sounds good. Maybe by then we'll have a better idea. Although with Danny, you never know until it's done. Yeah, you don't, yeah. Danny. But I mean, if you, I posted something the other day about all his draft picks, and people give him crap, but if you actually look at him, he's done a decent job drafting. He has. I, I saw that post you put out there. And, uh, yeah, until you go through it one by one, you, you don't realize, like, oh, it wasn't all that bad. You just remember the the flops, you know. You remember the one or two flops. You don't remember all the players that, you know, are good role players throughout the league. Yeah, well, it'll be interesting. Uh, you never know what Danny's going to do, so – it's not really worth thinking hypothetical because Danny's Danny. <laughs> he is that. 
<laughs> All right. Well, we're going to end this podcast. Thank you for joining us on our premiere podcast for the Shooting Jays. Uh, you can check me out on diehardbostonsportsfan.com. I write some Celtic art- articles on there. And uh, they also have a great podcast, uh, Boston Sports Blitz. It's a weekly weekly podcast covering all four Boston teams. So go check them out. All right. Thanks, Jim. And uh, we'll see you oh, soon. Thanks for having me. All right. All right. Bye-bye.